You are listening to Money Making Mothers with Carla Edwards, where we discuss the highs and lows of being a working parent, how to master the art of spinning plates, and remind ourselves that just because you became a mother does not mean your dreams no longer exist. You can have it all. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Moneymaker Mothers where I was joined by the amazing Amy from Blondie Baker. Now, I'm not going to lie, I was drooling during this episode. Wow, this girl is the best Blondie Maker known to man. She goes into how she's managed to make the business such a huge success even during lockdown and still be an amazing mum to Albie. It's all about priorities and making sure that you're structuring your day right. Hope this helps anyone out there who's wanting to go for their dream. Hi, I'm Amy. Um, I've got Blondie Baker and I've also got Albie, who is three years old. Hiya, love. So I'm buzzing you're on because I have been watching you on Instagram for quite a while. <laughs> and um, one, I think everything you do on Instagram is class. I love your, the way you do your stories and your advertising. Oh, thank like, you. The cream egg one for me, the one where you laid. Oh, God. I love I know, but that's literally how I felt at Easter. I felt like, I'm not joking, if I could have counted up how many eggs I used in that whole month. <laughs> like, I, I'm not joking, I wouldn't be far off that cream egg photo. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. It was I know, but it was just amazing. Is that off the, is it, is it American, what, is it American? Where she's in Well, it, yeah, it, I think it was based on that, but it was Louise Thompson did like a thing for Cadbury's years ago and like I think oh, it, was yeah. on, it was based on like American Beauty and then they did it with the cream eggs and I thought sod this oh I'm putting my God. face on that because I'm uh, yeah I think I'm more qualified than Louise Thompson to yeah, be laid in, a, cream eggs. Yeah, laid in a bed of cream eggs. So thanks for taking some time out of baking and speaking to us so tell me how did it start and where did it come from the idea? So it's it all started. So I had a blondie at a christening and I was just like, what is this? And they were like, oh, it's a blondie. And I was like, right, we've well, never heard of them. So then I, I came home and I thought, like, after a few weeks, I was like, I want one. Like, I want one. Like, I really want one of those things. So I had a little look online and, like, I made a batch and they weren't great, but I really wanted them to be good. So I sort of tweaked a few recipes and, like, took a, tried a few and took a few bits from different ones and, like, came up and I was like, this is it. Like, this is the recipe. So I'd make them for friends, like, make them for families, like, because obviously I had Albie as well and I was on maternity leave. We'd do, like, little meetups, like, we'd go at the park and things, and everyone was like, oh, do you want to bring some of them blondies? And I was like, yeah, I can do. Yeah, yeah, I can do. And then, like, as it came round to sort of, like, their first birthdays, um, people were like, oh, if I give you, like, the money for the ingredients, would you bring some of them? And I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? So I, I sort of started like that, and it was one of my friends who like really loved him she was like Amy it was Halloween because she we were going to a Halloween party and she came and she was like you should sell them and I was like well I can't like what do you mean like do you know what I mean I was a bit like well really she said yeah yeah you really really you should sell them like they're good enough to sell they're good enough to sell so I sort of played with the idea for a bit and I thought well I can't just sell one flavor 
Yeah. So I thought, right, I'll try a few different ones. So I came up with the three original flavours, which were the white chocolate Kinder Bueno one, um, there was a Nutella one, and then there was a Reese's one. So I thought, right, I'll do them. So I made a few batches up and sort of like gifted them out and asked for feedback. And then I thought, do you know what? Why not? Yeah. Like, why not? So I sort of looked into everything that needed to be done. So like environmental health, got my food hygiene, like any like certificates that I needed and got my hygiene rating and got all the house sort of put down as like checked by environmental health and then just started selling them, like made the Facebook, made the Instagram, just started selling them. So and how old is it then? Blonde, how old is Blondie Baker? 2018. So like which, three years? Yeah, well, two, two and a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was sort of the end of 2018. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people are really shocked when I say they sort of go like, oh, you were lockdown business. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no, like, and it's not, it's not like this is nothing against like any businesses that set up in lockdown. But I'm like, no, like I grafted for like 18 months before that, like farmers markets. I had like a single mixer. So everything took like three, what was it? A third less a third or three times longer because I couldn't do three mixes at a time. So I was doing one mix at a time, one in the this oven. This what you bake with? Yeah, yeah. So I make up like, because so now I've got a double mixer and a single mixer. So awesome. I can be like firing cylinders. Yeah, so I can do, make three mixes, tray three orders, three in the oven. And then just keep going like that till I'm at the end. Yeah, because you're mental busy, aren't you? Like, I've tried myself to try and order. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm booked up for like seven months. Like, <laughs> like what? Sure. Like, is it literally just you doing it all? It's just me. It's just me. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've got help in the sense that, like, like my mum will take Albie so that I can bake and then yeah, but in terms of like them. actually making them it's just you yeah just me but right, Adrian, Adrian will do like my boxes and stuff if sometimes I'm like are you watching telly and he's like yeah I'm like brilliant I need 30 large and 29 smalls and he's just like <laughs> and he's like sat in the living room just building up like a tower of boxes <laughs> around himself but how are you not like like massively overweight <laughs> Because, so when I first started, I think I put on, I must have put a stone on when I like first started um, because everything was just like in the house. There was like constantly chocolate in the house. But like very soon I realised, I was like, well, first of all, like I can't eat three <laughs> metres of blondie off cut a day like and still fit in my jeans. Like it's impossible. Like you yeah. can't do it. As much as, you, as many hours as I'm standing, like you can't eat three metres of it. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I'd give it a good goal, like. Well, I did. Trust me, I did. But then it's like, it becomes like stock. So, like, my dining room, it's not dining room anymore, it's a stock room. Right. And there's, like, every single chocolate. There's, like, hundreds of bars of every single chocolate you could want in the right. stock room. But I can't. It's, like, it's business. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, it's you know, like, like, eat it. It's like you're gonna to have to buy them or so you lose them, yeah. etc. Like, yeah. like it's just stop. like profit. It's just profit, and then also because it is there all the time. Like I can't get into a habit of just like popping in every night and grabbing a chocolate. Oh, well, you've got some good willpower, oh, you love. Because no, I do. I, know I wouldn't do that. I know, but then I do train seven days a week. So yeah, yeah. 
What do you do? Well, just either cardio or gym. So I'll just like get up first thing in the morning and go to the gym. Do you? But like I have to do that because it's the only time that I get to myself. So like yeah. if I want an hour on my own, like not doing anything blondie related, not doing anything parent related, like I have to get up at half five and go to the gym. Yeah. And like that is what I like to do because I feel terrible. Like I feel bad. Like I can't sleep in. Like I can't sleep till seven, eight o'clock. I can't sleep till nine o'clock. Like I just, I have to get up and I have to start doing something. Otherwise, yeah. but so everyone's different, and they're like, I'm, I'm very much like that. If I sleep in past eight o'clock, I feel like it's like a waste of a day. Well, I've that's it. A, I get like a headache. I'm like, oh, I've had too much sleep. Yeah, Even and it's, it's weird. Not, it's so weird how different people get affected by it. It's bizarre, but I do, I do train. I do try and keep like all my like nutrition. I sort of try and track everything more so since October. I've been on like. I feel like different plans and stuff, but I just enjoy it. And I think it is, it's that thing. It's like my whole life revolves around blondies now. So I sort of like need something else to focus on. That's like for me, that makes me feel good. Because I I can crave, like I can crave chocolate or I can crave a blondie and I make it and I eat it. And then I'm like, oh, I feel shit now. How, How long does it take to make a blondie? So I can do... I reckon in 10 minutes, I can get three in the oven. Shut up. Yeah. But I'm just like, like honestly, I'm just blinkered. I so go what, into did like a, before? what did you do before this? Before this? So before I started, well, like when I went on my maternity leave, um, I worked or I have worked in restaurants for like 10 years. Yeah. So everything's been food related, which is why I sort of knew what I had to do to get like my food hygiene and like all the environmental health stuff. Um, so yeah, it was all just like 10 years, sort of like waitressing, like supervising, that sort of stuff. But I just so, loved it. So you do you actually buzz off what you do? Do you enjoy doing it as well? 100%. Like I love it, but I love people. And I think that's why I waitress for so long, because it was it was good. It was like, it was sociable. Like I've never been a massive drinker. Like I've never been a massive like nightclubber or anything, but like, I just love talking to people. So like to go to work on a Saturday night and you get like the same customers coming in and like you have a bit of crack with them. And it was like a lovely restaurant. Like the food was lovely. You weren't Where was it? So it was at Muse in Yarm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like such a nice environment. The people are so nice and, you sort of, it becomes like a social life because you think, oh, they're coming in on Saturday. Oh, that's fine. Like, oh, I'll have to ask them. But I've seen people, like I've seen people like go through like life. So uh, here's an example, right? So, you know, so Claire, who's got Wish Upon a String. Yeah. So I met Claire through the restaurant and she wasn't pregnant. I think she hadn't been with Johnny Long. I saw her get engaged then <laughs> she came in and she was pregnant because like, she asked for her eggs to be well done and I was like congratulations but also you can have them because they're pasteurized and she was like how do you know and I was like because anyone that wants a well done egg pregnant no one wants that no one wants a hard boiled egg I'm, like out of the out of choice and then like so then then she'd come in with the baby then you come in with a toddler and then she came in she was pregnant again and it's like these like 10 years of like we've seen people come in we've seen people go through divorces like we've seen people come in with multiple different girlfriends till one sticks and it's just lovely 
like it's just it's just really nice. Have you ever had where they've had like a missus and they've come in with a girlfriend? Hundred percent. Have yeah. Oh my god, yeah. As if they'd have the balls to bring up the same restaurant. Oh, don't. Like if I ever went out on a Saturday night, you'd get like some bloke being like, "Oh, hi, are you all right? Are you uh, you not at work tonight?" And start cracking on you. And I'm like, "Yeah, are you coming in for brekkie tomorrow with the kids and the missus?" And they're like, "Uh," and I'm like, "Yeah." Oh my god. (laughs) Awful man, the embarrassment of it. I know, I know, but no, it was just so nice, and I just loved it. And I love speaking to people and like building those relationships. And I think that's one thing that's like carried through into like the blondies is sort of like the customer service side. Yeah. So, do you actually have like a good relationship with your customers? Oh, absolutely. Like, I love them, and like the on in lockdown especially. I was always like, we stood at the front door, like chatting away. And it was, it was really nice because obviously I wasn't seeing anyone. Other people weren't seeing yeah. someone. Then they had this sort of reason to see someone that wasn't in the household. Yeah. And it was lovely. Like sometimes. Did it rock, it, did it rock at the business in lockdown? Yeah. Like I couldn't have imagined. Like when I started, so like in 2018, it was pocket money. It was. Well, to be honest, it was a case of I don't really want to go back to work because after I had Albie, he never slept. Like, obviously, I'd be working late nights and weekends. I couldn't put him in nursery because no nurseries are open at six o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. Six o'clock on a Saturday, and then they don't work Saturdays and Sundays. And that was when I was doing the hours because I dropped down to part-time. So it was just something like if I can make what I would make on a Saturday, doing a shift on a Saturday, if I can make that by selling blondies sort of throughout the week, then that means that actually I might not have to work Saturday and Sunday. Like I might just do Friday nights and Sundays. Yeah. But that was the sort of, that was the whole like premise of it. And then it it just sort of took over. And especially in lockdown, it was just unbelievable. I think I did, I think I did seven days a week for about, I'm going to say it's like four months. Was it? Yeah. Um, like genuinely. But has it like rocketed the business though? Because obviously you must have got more clients through doing like from working but, so much. 100%. So when I went into lockdown, I think I was on 680 followers and I'm on like 10.7,000. Shut up. Has it went up that much? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I know. So like, like in a I, year, you've gained like 10,000 followers near enough. Yeah. Yeah, like over 10,000 followers. So it did it. I mean, it helps because obviously everyone was on the phones, but I found a lot of this happened for like a lot of businesses, especially that were online based. It was like there was nothing to do. Like you just wanted to be on your phone and that's how everyone was connecting. Like it was sort of, and it just made it easy. And then it sort of snowballed because obviously the more people that were ordering, the more people that were posting, the more people that were following the more people that were then ordering that were then posting so it would get to the point where they'd be like if I'd go onto Instagram it's like oh you've got like 17 mentions on people's stories and I'm just like oh god and then like I said from that 17 even if you've got 20 followers that's happening like seven days a week yeah you sort of it's like it's like a snowball effect isn't it and uh, for like businesses like yourself it's one good thing that come out of like COVID is they've made online based businesses a lot more stronger, haven't they? Like, you know, you, you I can't 
I know like people, you, you would have obviously had orders before, but it's unbelievable how much now like people order blondies, brownies, sweet boxes, yeah. all types of things, because you weren't actually being able to go out. So it was like a treat, you know, Saturday yeah. night, we'll get that instead because we can't go out. Absolutely. And I know like when I did, so one of the things I did like before lockdown was I did the pop-up shop in Yarm quite a lot. Um, and I'd sell out, so I'd sell out every time. Yeah. Um, and the first pop-up shop that I did after lockdown, like restrictions eased. So I took the same amount of stock and I sold out in 40 minutes. Did you? Yeah. So like I'd gone from like taking like 400 blondies and being there till like five o'clock and sort of getting towards the end and saying to someone, oh, well, if look, there's like this left and someone going, oh, I'll just have two pieces. I'm like, oh go on, take four and I'll just charge you X amount. Just sort of being like, I don't really want to go home with them. Yeah. Being like, there was a queue out the door and in 40 minutes, they'd gone. Yeah, but that's because, because like you just said there about the power of social media with people like just oh. naturally like learning, seeing, knowing the logo, like it's it's unbelievable how much of a power it is when it when it's it. balls like that. That was, I think that was the first time I sort of thought, shit. What is the um what how would you feel with the competition or people are copying or you know that type of crack? It's it's difficult. Like and I'm not gonna lie, like it's difficult. Um it's frustrating, but then you sort of like people start going, like it's flattering. And I'm like, it is in a sense. Like, it really is flattering in a sense. But then the other side of it, and I've spoken to, like, a few small businesses, um, business owners about this. I'm like, my day, like, solely revolves around, like, blondies. It's like, right, I have to stay in the house till 11 o'clock. I have to be back at 3 o'clock. Like, I start baking at, like, 5 o'clock. I might not turn the oven off till midnight. I get up at daft o'clock in the morning to make sure that everything's sorted and I'm decorating. And then it's like... You're doing that, like I said, you're doing that sort of six, seven days a week for months on end and it's constant. And then in between that, I've got to keep all my stock up. I'm getting trying to get hold of butter, flour, sugar. I'm going to the wholesalers. I'm trying to answer messages. Like I'm trying to send out payment and collection information. I'm trying to keep track of who's paid and who hasn't, who's got collection information. You're basically an octopus. Yeah, so it's like you're doing that. And then on top of that, you're going, oh, I've got to keep my social media presence up oh, right, okay, so I've got to also do that. And then on top of that, I'm like, right, I haven't had a new flavour for a while. So then you come up with something and you're like, you do a few testers, like tweak things, tweak flavours. And then you go, right, that's brilliant. Right, I'll post that. So then you deal with all of the backlash off that, which is like loads of comments, loads of messages, loads of inquiries. That adds more to the social media side. And then you've got someone sat there going, oh, cream egg bomb. I'll do that. And you're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like the people see, they see the finished product. Yeah. They don't see all the graft, the work, the endless yeah. time spent behind it. Well, this is it. I mean, those, when it came to Easter, I was like, right, what do people get at Easter? Cream eggs. What's the trend? Cream eggs got checks. Do I want to do that? No, because everyone's doing it. So what do I do? So I was making Yorkshire puddings and I was like doing my Yorkshire puddings up and I thought, 
can I whack a cream egg in there? <laughs> she was, what do you mean? And I was like, no, 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 hear me out, hear me out. So then I ordered six, seven types of trays. I got like a case of cream eggs. There's like 30 or 40 quid because they're, they're not cheap. So then I spent, on top of doing all the orders, I'm then using different trays, different proportions of mixes, different cooking times and cooking off batches and batches and batches of these cream eggs till it came right. So before they even go to market, I'm like £150 in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And time. And and then time and then like all the, the cost, the mix and everything. So it's like, and then for someone to go, oh, well, I'll do that when I'm the only person that was doing it and it was sort of like a product that was sort of like an original product. Yeah, it was a unique thing for you. Just like a unique product. It's, I can't, it's heart, it's heartbreaking. No, like Like, I I, I genuinely fume. There's no two ways about it. Absolutely furious. But it'll just consume you. This is the thing. It's like, I cried. It, it, It happened with the cream egg bombs. And I like I say cried like I sobbed. Oh, I absolutely sobbed. And I was just like, I don't understand it because I don't do it to people. Yeah. I'm not the type of person that would do it to somebody because I know what goes into people's products and like the time and just like the like just like the brain power. Like you've not got a lot left, have you? Like by the time you've done your washing, your housework, the kids are dressed, like you do all this sort of stuff, like there's not a lot of time to think. Yeah, you have to be, honestly, it's like you said, there's like spinning, being an octopus spinning, spinning so many plates at once and, and to, to come along and just take something. I think it's, I don't think it's flattering. I think it's insulting. I always have done. I just think that's basically saying, oh, well, that's easy. I can do that. No, it's not easy. It hasn't been easy. And I've and I've grafted my ass over here and make this and to do this and what you see and what it looks like now. And, and this is for all types of businesses, not just something that's a product. The effort mm-hmm. that goes in, people don't see that. They just see the end. And the end is a product of everything that you've put in. You're waiting for them to come along and be like, oh, I can do that. That's easy. Yeah, yeah, do one. Like, that's not it's like and part of you just sort of goes, it speaks more to their personality and their sort of integrity than it does. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You have got to just let it go over your head because there's no other way of doing it. You've got to let it go over your head, otherwise you would would be consumed by it. People say people are like, Oh, but we know you're the original. And I'm like, yeah, no, and I get that. And like, obviously, like things are date stamped as well. Like, I'm like, yeah, I posted them on the 12th of January. You post them six weeks later. Like, yeah, you've copied them and people can see it. But, and there are people say like, oh, why are you bothered about someone doing it? They've only got 200 followers. And I'm like, because it's not, it's not the point. No, like, not the point. It's like you say, it's all the effort that goes in behind it. And the fact yeah. that you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it to them, but, like I'm in love like but the only thing you can do in your head is think unfortunately not everybody treats people the way they'd like to be treated and not everyone treats people the way you do so let them crack on there with their issue like that's them that's not you and no one's gonna override what you're doing because you're doing it so well anyway but you just gotta shut up and put up really when it comes and just keep keep smiling and keep whistling dignified silence <laughs> what is um tell me what the hardest thing is in terms of managing blondie and albie 
it's difficult to sort of like now he sort of goes are you doing blondies and I'm like yeah and he and he sort of knows like he does know bless him and he's so good and he sacrifices he doesn't he doesn't sacrifice things because like I said I do so much and I am able to stay at home like he goes to nursery one day a week like he's never been to nursery before he only started a few weeks ago like we've had that time like where I can go yeah we're going to the farm we're going to the park we're doing this we're doing that like he's had all that time with me but then it is still difficult like on a night if Adrian's watching him like he does a poo he still wants me to wipe his bum and I'm like <laughs> for god's sake like I've literally just washed my hands and it's like right you're running the toilet he's like no mommy do it and I'm like yeah yeah two seconds it's like wash your hands and he comes back and goes oh I wasn't quite finished and you're like oh, for god's sake like right do it again wash your hands right where am I you know and you're sort of looking um but it is it's difficult to sort of like sometimes he'll say like are you baking and I'm like yeah but you can't tell a three-year-old that like how lucky they are that they don't have to go to nursery like at like seven till five yeah like sometimes say to him like you know some children go to nursery every day how old like, he's three is he yeah it's yeah. he doesn't like obviously he doesn't comprehend but he's actually got it quite good yeah and they don't know do they it's like they don't. even when like I think it's amazing that you can work from home same as I work from home as well but like Alba goes to nursery and she'll come in at say three o'clock and if I've got an appointment I'm on the phone and like I can see her through the door and she's like this yeah. and I can hear her saying where's mommy where's mommy and it, it it wrenches your gut because you're like, oh, like I don't want her to think that I don't want to speak to her, but at the same yeah. time I can't because I'm on the phone, and I can hear my husband or my grandma, whoever's whoever's there, say, oh, mummy's busy, and she's like, oh, is she is she working in her office, and it's like she doesn't, you know, she gets what it is, but she doesn't get why. They don't have a clue, do they? They just know that yeah. something else is in the way of what they want. I know. I think he's found it a little bit more difficult recently because obviously Adrian Adrian's got restaurants so the last two weeks like we've not seen him like he goes out at half eight on the morning and he's been getting in at like half eleven on a night and he doesn't come home so it's yeah so it's difficult because like he's sort of like is daddy in is daddy in because obviously Adrian's for the last year pretty much done every bedtime yeah, and he's like, "I want Daddy to put me to bed tonight," and I'm like, "I know, but is it worth?" And he's like, "Oh, oh. And I'm like, "Oh God, you know you like that." Oh Christ, like, I'm sorry, you know you just like that. I'm sorry, like I'm so <laughs> sorry. But like you said, I, you know, I'm not at work, like at work, yeah, during the day, and like he does have a lot more time than I think a lot of like children his age do because I don't have to work nine till five. Like I work for myself. So if I want to do stuff and like I said, I want to go out at 11 o'clock and come back at three and spend five hours in the farm. Like I can do that on a Tuesday. Yeah. Cause you can make it up at a different time as well. So like that's, yeah. that's one of the main, the main bonuses isn't it? Of being self-employed. I'll never, I'll never forget what Amy, you know, Amy Alson, what yes. she, she said to me before. Um, if I wasn't, she was like, my phone's like my office. So I always say to the kids when they're like, are you on your phone? Like, yeah, if I wasn't on my phone, I'd be in an office. I wouldn't be here. Yeah. So it's like, 
it, and I, it's proper struck with me that because you feel guilty being sat on your phone, but you're not sat on your phone scrolling, not sat on your phone, like just not taking an interest. It's That's genuinely how I make my money. That's how I support my family. So if I wasn't sat here on my phone with you while you watch Peppa Pig, I'd be in an office and you would, I wouldn't be here at all. So it's, but they can't, it's, I think that's more down to like the mum guilt because really you're there and that's all that matters. And the kid, as often as the kid knows you love them, then that's all that's important. I know, and I'd rather sacrifice. This is why, like I said, if I'm baking till midnight, I would rather bake till midnight and get up at four o'clock in the morning, like and go to bed at midnight, get up at four in the morning to make sure that everything's done while he's asleep. Yeah, yeah. If I don't start baking till six o'clock, I'm like, well, that's fine because I've like we've done tea, we've cleaned up, like we've like d- done whatever you want to do, and then it's like, okay, I will now start. Like instead of that like downtime where people can like sit and chill and watch telly and have a bath and and things like that, I'm like, no, no, no. If I start work at six o'clock on a night and it means that I've got like two or three or four extra hours of that day with him, then I will do that. Like I'll it's that thing, isn't it? As a mum, yeah. you just sacrifice it's a sacrifice. Why like I said, go to the gym. I'm like, it's the only thing I do. It's like genuinely for myself, everything else, all the other time is just based around like what do I need to do for the blondies and what does Albie need? Yeah, it is. It's, it's sacrificing prioritising, isn't it? And you've got to do that to make something successful and doing it consistently is the hardest part. Like it's in, it goes back to the thing of people thinking it's easy. It's not easy. It's fucking hard work. It's hard graft. But if you put the effort in, it pays off. End of that, you know, like people who sacrifice will come out further on in a year's time and people who don't and it is it definitely is the hardest part it really it really is but that's the same with anything isn't it if you're consistent with your diet you'll look good if you're consistent with not drinking alcohol you're not going to get a hangover like it's it's just making sure you stay stay consistent with it where where would you like if you could ideally like pick where would you like to see blondie go in the next few years I don't know because part of me sort of thinks like do I get a shop and have like a like a blondie baker cafe yes but then the other part of me goes yes but the whole reason that you started blondie baker is so that you weren't working weekends when would you not hire could you not to be fair if you keep going the way you're going you'd be more than capable of hiring someone for a Saturday and a Sunday I know but I'm a control freak (laughs) I'm a control freak and like people have said before, like my mum was like, do you want me to come in? I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, it's fine. I was saying this, I was talking to a friend of mine and again, another small business owner. And she'd sort of said like, have you not thought about um, like getting an apprentice? And I said, the the problem I've got, I was like, don't get me wrong. Like by no means am I perfect. Like I miss things. Like I'll miss, um, like I'll, I'll mix days up. I'll maybe miss a flavor it's always rectified like if someone's like am I coming today for a blondie I'm like shit like oh shit I had you down for tomorrow like oh my god right what can I do right can you come at seven o'clock I'll get one in the oven now it'll be cooled I'll portion it blah 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 or if someone texts me going hi like the blondies look amazing like I didn't order the biscoff though like I think I ordered jammy dodger I'm like hands up my fault tell you what finish them off let me know I'll do your jammy dodger one like for whenever you want like just on me really sorry but I've never had a complaint about taste. Haven't you? No. 
And I mean, oh God, here we go, opening the bloody floodgate. <laughs> but that's the thing. Everyone would be like, well. Everyone like, well, I had one, they were shit. <laughs> but it's like, I think to myself, considering the, I'm going to say it, like we get tens of thousands of blondies that I've turned oh, I mean, out. That's pretty decent, that love. No complaints. decent. message me and go, hiya, like, oh, they're a bit dry. <laughs> or like, oh, they didn't taste great. Like, I've never had that. I'm going to say, like, about 90% of orders reorder. Do they? Yeah. Do you do it UK-wide? No. You so, need to start that, you know. Well, yeah, but I haven't got time. <laughs> so one of the plans was to start with postals. So I got everything sorted for January. I was like, January's going to be quiet. So get the postals up and running, sort of like in the lead up to Valentine's and obviously went back into lockdown. So people just went mad again. It was just order, order, order. Constantly the days were just filling and filling. Then it's like, have you got any space this week? No. And then it was like Valentine's. Then it was Mother's Day. Oh my God. Then it was, I can't call. Yeah. And then it was, what else was it? Easter. So it's the last four months of just every single day has been full. So all these plans to start doing the postals have been put on hold because I think to myself, well, why would I turn down? Yeah. You can't have more into the business that you can't keep up with anyway. It's like, what's the, like, not what's the point in expanding because that's not what I mean, but it's like, I I don't, the plan was to do it, to like get a bigger reach. And I was like, look, if my orders drop off by 40%, I can make that, I could maybe make 15% back or 20% back or 40% 40% back by doing the postals, but... That's why you're going to have to hire someone, but it's learning to trust someone to be as good as you are. That's it. And well, they are failure. It's it's the worst thing ever because you want to you wanna grow, but at the same time, you're scared they're going to ruin the baby that you've made. And this is it. And it's like, even like I said, thinking the, the whole reason I started, and I said to Adrian as well, I was like, when he goes to school, which is like, seemed like so long but actually now he's three and he's like starting school nursery. I'm like, I am not taking him to school for nine o'clock every day, picking him up at half three, putting him to bed or making his tea, putting him to bed and doing that again, Monday to Friday to go to work on a Friday night, Saturday and Sunday. And I said to Adrian, I said, this is your four, this is like your four year warning. You've got four years to make sure that you are not working every weekend. Yeah. And same with me. So that's what I was saying. Like if I did get a cafe, that it's going to have to be open on a weekend. No, I think the postal thing may, you know. I know. I don't know whether it maybe be like looking to get out of the house. Because the other thing as well is like, I don't really want to just like leave someone in my house. You know? Because <laughs> that's the thing. It is a home business. So. Yeah, but you'd get you like, but yeah, they'd end up being your busy. Imagine how much, spe- how much time you'd spend with them. Tell you what, if, I'll be, if I had like an older child, <laughs> I could just put them to work. But... Unfortunately, I don't. But I think it's just one of these things. The whole, the whole thing has grown organically. It's ne- it's never been forced. It's gone in a way that I wouldn't have even imagined. Like four year, uh, four year ago, wouldn't have even imagined. Like three year ago, and I just want to see how it plays organically because I don't yeah. think you can build. Like you can't build a house without sound foundations yeah now the, like the last year 
has been so up in the air, it's not been normal. Yeah. And I think to myself, now we're hopefully coming to the end of it. That's when I'm going to see, like, okay, so what am I doing? Because I'm not going to build a business on something that's not sound. Yeah. So like what you're saying is because it's been so up and down and the influx due to COVID, you want to see how it plays out. Well, to be fair, if you let that play out for another year, that's when I'll be starting school anyway, won't it? So it'll time out pretty good. And this is it. And I was sort of saying when I do have the time to be like, if I wanted to bake all day, every day while he was at school, then I can do that. And that's fine. Then I won't be taking time like away from him. But you just need to, I just need to see what it's going to look like, what this new normal for the, like, the country is going to look like. Yeah, but then how it affects how it yeah. business. But then I've got a lot of people asking about weddings. So I've got loads of people saying like, oh, we should have got married. Like my sister-in-law bought us like a pie um, to say, sorry, you're not getting married. Now we've had like 17 orders in the last six months. And now for our wedding, we want a blondie table. And I'm like, yeah, so there we go. Do you know what I mean? So now it's like yeah, going... It's like wedding yeah, sets as well. Like organic. It's like, I wouldn't have thought about that because I'm not a bride. I don't know like what brides want or I've never planned a wedding. So now I'm like, well, there we go. Something else that's organic that's got like five or six customers that have had the blondies like throughout lockdown on like a weekly or like bi-weekly basis that are now like, you were such a part of this terrible year we want a part of our wedding. Yeah, so. to be fair, it's a decent, really good idea. That, and like you say, your clients will probably give you the the motivation to do whatever comes next because of how it organically grows. Yeah, that's right. Weddings by Blondie Baker, copyright. <laughs> what do you say? TM, TM. TM. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure it's going to go from strength to strength, love. I've got no doubt. The uh, Before we finish up, like I ask every guest, if you could teach your child one thing, so if you could teach Albie anything, what would it be? I think in general, it would just be be kind, be nice. Like, I don't care. Like, I, honestly, I don't care what his grades are. Like, I just think to myself, if, like, if you're a nice person, that, that's, what, that's what matters. And I just want people, like, I like, for me, like, I like people to be like, she's nice. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Like, I want people to be like, he's lovely, isn't he? And I'm like, yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> um, but it'd be nice. But then also, like I said, with having two parents that are self-employed and have both grown businesses from, from like ideas and concepts into sort of like some well-established businesses, it'd just be to work hard. Um, I can't even say dream because like I said, I never dreamed of this. It wasn't like when I was a little girl, I was like, I want to be a police officer. And now I'm like the highest ranking police officer. <laughs> I got police on the mind. So I'm rewatching line of duty. Um, but, but yeah, so it'd just be like, if you do have an idea and you put enough hard work into it and you come up with like original ideas and you want it enough, like it will work, but you need to put the hours in and you need to, like I said, make sacrifices, but that you, you can do things like that. You could have like belief in himself. Yeah. And you can do anything. And I know like, it's really like cliche. But it's not cliche. It's only cliche. That's it. And I think if you put your mind to anything, if you want something to work and it's like a solid enough idea and you're willing to put the hours in, then you can make something work. A million percent love. Totally, totally agree. And uh, like, if anyone if anyone has any, I don't know, self-doubts or 
worries about going for something that they've always wanted to go for just literally i'd rather regret something i did than something i never saw just just rip the plaster off and get it done because that's what they say they say you regret 100 percent of the choices that you don't make yeah yeah i'd much rather just go for it and see what happens but yeah it's been amazing speaking to you love and i'm sure everybody listening will know that if they want to find you or order some gorgeous blondies to go to blondie baker on it's instagram and facebook isn't it yeah so i think it's on um instagram it's at a underscore blondie underscore baker and i think on facebook the handle used to be that but i think now if you just search blondie baker it it comes up so like I said, it's not necessarily even about buying it's this thing. It's like shopping small and supporting local is a like, is a comment, is a share. Yeah. Like you don't have to. Like, yeah, that's it. Like you don't have to buy like at all. Like if you can't afford it or like you said, you don't want the calories. It's like, <laughs> like just share, just like, you know, all these like reactions on your stories. It boosts all these dreaded algorithms, doesn't it? So, yeah. Every little helps and all that. But yeah, but thank you so much, love, for your time. More than welcome. Thank you so much for asking me. I couldn't quite believe it. But <laughs> I love a podcast. You have been listening to the Money Making Mothers podcast with Carla Edwards. If you have enjoyed the show, then leave a five-star review on iTunes. Make sure to tune in next time. And don't forget, you can have it all. <laughs>